Now, look, since the Tabo Bestie escape, uh, private prison operations in South Africa has become very scrutinized and has, has come under serious fire. But what we do know from the Minister of Justice and Correctional Services that the contract of these private prisoners, private prisons, will not be renewed when they come to an end in 2026 and 2027. That's quite clear. But there's a consideration now where the private prison operator G4S's contract should be cancelled effective immediate, given the gross negligence that had taken place in how they handled the Tabo Besta escape. Well, there seems to be a level of culpability that G4S operatives seem to have here, and there may be criminal uh, pursuits with with that effect. But right now, the question is, should it be cancelled now? That notwithstanding. Richard Mamabolo is the spokesperson of Pop Crew, the Police and Prisons Civil Rights Union, is with us on the line. Richard, good, good afternoon, and thank you so much for your time. Good afternoon to you and the listeners. Yeah, let's start here. You guys have an opinion. Should the contract of G4S be cancelled effective immediately? Yeah, it should definitely be cancelled. And uh, by the way, this has always been our view even before the Department of Correctional Services went into a public-private partnership with G4S. Our observations at the time were that, uh, you know, uh, the, the DCS has got a constitutional mandate, which is to rehabilitate inmates. Now, having outsourced their security responsibilities, says uh, that... Uh, very same uh, core mandate under threat because we knew very well that uh, private companies will always prioritize profits over uh, any other thing. And, and that has uh, actually been proven to be true because uh, since these contracts have been sent for the two private prisons in the country, we have been spending yeah. a lot of resources on the two, but as well we have not been getting the necessary results that would have yielded uh, positive results uh, coming well from inmates coming out of those centers. Yeah. In what ways have profit-driven incentives meant that they neglected their duty to rehabilitate? Look, uh, firstly, these uh, private prisons treat inmates as clients, and of course they do not have the mandate to ensure that uh, uh, there is rehabilitation. So what we have been seeing is that... Uh, uh, different people are treated uh, differently, and of course, uh, that then suggests that uh, we we would uh, have uh, otherwise been in a better position had we then channeled the very resources, which is around 35 million rand for Mangaung alone on a monthly basis, towards ensuring that we improve the conditions of our of, of our prisons. Remember yeah. back in 2013 that the contract had well, there were some uh, well outcries about human rights violations, and the department took over the prison for about 10 months, and then they returned it back. Since then, there has not been any form of accountability. In line with what the department had signed with uh, G4S was uh, informed by what you call the Correctional Services Act, which stipulates on what roles that uh, the department needs to play in overseeing and monitoring uh, that uh, the well, this private company is actually obliged with the prescript. And we feel that uh, all those have not been done uh, when you look at the cases that have been reported since. Uh, there are ways you can mitigate some of these things in a contract, right, Richard? Let's take, for instance, a co- the consideration of escapes. When an escape happens of a prisoner in a private prison, that the the contract holder, that is the, the, the private operator, they get financially penalized, right? Um, and therefore, they have an incentive to ensure that people do not escape. Surely that's a safeguard that could be strengthened. Look, uh, that, that is one of the things that we think should have actually been, uh, uh, well, ensured. And uh, in this regard, you would then have to blame the Department of Correctional Centers because uh, when they entered into that private contract, uh, you're supposed to have what you call a, 
controllers who are on a daily basis monitoring the functionality and the obligations that uh, these private persons are supposed to provide. Now, uh, uh, up to so far, uh, they have not actually uh, been uh, doing their work. And of course, remember since that 2018 incident, wherein the department had taken over for 12 months, I mean 10 months, uh, the the G4S still owns the uh, well, the Department of Correctional Services over 200 million rand, which they have not yet paid back. So, so it goes to show the level of undermining that they have demonstrated. And I think as well in the recent weeks, you would have noted that uh, they were still insisting that Bester had went in yeah. his cell while the department was saying something different. So definitely there is a, well, a, a contractual bridge in that regard. Yeah. On the score of rehabilitation, is correctional services as a department well-suited and well-capacitated to effectively rehabilitate prisoners? There are many underlying issues that we can speak about. You know, there's overcrowding, understaffing, and those are hindrances towards uh, ensuring that there's rehabilitation. But uh, I must say that recently we have been engaged with a new uh, national commissioner, and of course we're working on programs which will in the long run yield a positive results. And uh, of course there are still challenges, but I think... Uh, we're on the right path as things stand. Uh, so, so the environment is still quite bad. And of course, uh, what is further uh, to that has been the fact that uh, there have been budget cuts within the entire criminal justice cluster in the past three years. Mm. When it comes to staff shortages, that problem is a fiscal problem. Uh, it's not a problem of who the operator is, right? Um, any pressures on part of correctional services to ensure that they employ a lot more correctional services officials? We have obviously had an agreement uh, back in 2009 where we had agreed that the staff complement should uh, be standing around 60,000. And by then, we had about uh, 40,000 staff complement. Currently, it has declined, and of course, we've got 34,000. Out of that 34,000, you've got 12,000 who are administrative, who are playing administrative duties. So in essence, it means that there are 27,000 who have to look after a growing population which grows on a regular basis. Yeah. Should Minister Lamula not cancel the contract uh, of G4S effective immediate by the end of this week when we're expecting an announcement from you or whenever that announcement is to come? Will Pop Crew consider approaching the courts uh, to cancel the contract? We will look into what well, what options we have, but I think we have obviously as well been engaged with the department even before the best matter that they should not renew them. Now that there's this incident, we definitely think that they should be terminated. And of course, uh, we are hoping that uh, the minister will oblige in that regard. Yeah, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. I really, really do appreciate it. Richard Mambabola, spokesperson of Pop Crew, joining us.